All right, what's up? You're listening to KXRY Portland, KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. You just tuned out of the Groove Theory Mix Show with the OG, Mr. OG1. You're tuning in to Night School with Bobby D, the finest in Portland-based funk, soul, and beyond from way back in the day to the current day. And tonight we're going to go deep in the Albina Music Trust archive, going to dig up some cassettes, acetates, reel-to-reels. And in addition, we're going to check in on some of the folks who helped to create the music scene in North Portland. So without further ado, let's dig in. I'm going way back with this one. This is Warren Bracken from the 1950s. This is a track called Ride On. You're listening to X-Ray FM, where radio is yours. I don't feel like walking, but you won't let me ride. I don't feel like walking, but you won't let me ride. I'm beginning to take your love for me and die. Ride on, ride on. Buying fancy clothes, $90 dresses and $10 holes. Well, you drank a pink champagne, bleeding caviar. You bought you a house and a brand new car. I don't feel like walking, but you won't let me ride. Baby, sometimes I think you believe I am satisfied. Love a man, you got me eating cold beans right out of the can. You give him my clothes and some loving too. Now what in the world are you going to do? Well, I don't feel like walking, but you won't let me ride. I'm beginning to think your love for me has died. Right on, right on. The elevator takes you down, 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 down the hundred floors beneath the ground, 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 ground. Pick up a tune and sit down, 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 down. Frankenstein, it'll be around, round, round, round. Don't you know that Frankenstein? It's gotta be.
All right, that was one from a killer vocal group, the Mighty L. Dukes, Frankenstein's Den. This one's from the Royal Airs. You'll listen to X-Ray. You're listening to X-Ray FM Night School. We're digging into some albina soul music. That was a cut by the Royal Heirs called Let It Go off an acetate from the Rex Studio vault. Before that was Frankenstein's Den by the mighty L. Dukes, also from Rex. This is 1960s era North Portland soul music. And uh, speaking of, I think it's time we get in touch with a man who uh, laid the foundation for much of that music at his esteemed cotton club this is the man they call the mayor of northeast portland mr paul nall senior i want to check in on him see how he's doing let's get him on the line here let's see what we can do here we go oh, hey, hey paul how are you things are good things are good right on uh, you know i've been thinking about you as we're all kind of locked down here how are you holding up doing good doing good just uh, one of those things you know First of all, I would just like to uh, express my sorrows to everyone that's going through what they're going through, because this is unbelievable. And uh, Bobby, I don't remember, but uh, I was born in 1931 when the Great Depression was was on. So 
There was no money. There was no jobs. The government had to give you food. You know, the train used to come down the railroad tracks, and this my mother told me because I was born that year. The train would stop, and uh, you go down to the train station, not the station, but just on the railroad, and they had fruit, and not much fruit because they would ride too fast, but potatoes and corn and rice and beans, and you get it off of the boxcars, and you take it back to your house, and that was your food until the train came back the next time. Now, that was 1931. That was the year I was born. But uh, we, we're going to get through this, I'm sure, if everyone, i uh, just like to encourage everyone to make sure they stay in their homes as much as they can and wear their masks, because it's serious out there, very serious. And, of course, in our community, you know, the African-American community look like proportionally we are, we went past everyone else in percentages. So yeah. that's just a little thing to let everybody know that my sorrows are with them and they hang in there. Everybody will be all right. You talked about the, the train coming through. Was that in uh, Arkansas then? Yeah, that was a little town called Huntington, Arkansas, just about 30 miles uh, south of Fort Smith, where I went to high school and graduated. But a uh, little coal mine in town. Everybody worked in the coal mine. I remember we hear the whistle blow a long time. That means there was a cave-in, and usually someone was dead because, you know, you work down the coal mine. And if there's a crash in, if some of that coal comes tumbling down, somebody's going to die. My dad was able to make it out, uh, a couple of them, and uh, he didn't die from uh, the uh, <clears throat> a, a crash or anything, a coal mine uh, explosion. But he did die from black lungs because when you work in that coal mine those days, there was no mask. You know, you went in the coal mine that black dust, get in your lungs, you die from... Um, uh, black lung disease. My whole, my great grandfather, all my uncles and everyone, they all worked in the coal mine, so all of them practically died from that black lung disease. Being African American, you didn't get paid, uh, or your family didn't pay you because on the death certificate, Bobby, they would put down that you had tuberculosis. So they didn't pay for tuberculosis, but they wasn't going to give a black man that money for the rest of his life, and then his family the rest of the life, and the next family the rest of the life. That's a lot of games was played back then, and it still is today, Bobby. You're not kidding, and I'm so happy for the rest of the world that you made it out west and were able to establish yourself here in Portland. Can you imagine all these years later that we'd be talking about the Great Depression the way um, we are today? Yeah, well, if you get if you're old enough, you see a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, 89 and doing fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, I got to say, that's uh, there's something to say for that. And, and we could be here all day talking, <laughs> you know. But I, I imagine Geneva's is closed. Or, or how are you handling business through this time? I, I really feel for you out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no business. Everybody's off work. But uh, I've been in my house. This is my 24th day. I haven't been outside. The 24 days. Bobby, I might have to go to driver school. I mean, I, I might have forgot how to drive, but <laughs> I, have, I haven't been behind the wheel of my car. I get up every morning. I walk for an hour. You know, I walk up and down my hallway. Bobby, my next house is going to have a longer hallway. I can take 30 <laughs> steps, but I got to turn around and go the other way. You know? Man. <laughs> yeah, my daughter moved in with me about seven months ago, and she's really, really good at it, you know. But Bobby, I found out one thing. She don't know how to close a cabinet door 
I come in the kitchen and all the cabinet doors open. <laughs> I look out myself. You know, both cabinet doors. But everybody got a little something, you know. So oh, yeah. Let it go. I just yeah, go behind the clothing. <laughs> there you go. I'm just so glad that you're holding up, your family's holding up. And like you said, we will get through this. And hopefully on the airwaves here, we can put a little good music in the ears and make things a little easier. Right on. That is nice. That is nice. We appreciate those kind words. Blessings to you. Keep us posted. Okay, Bobby, we appreciate it. Thank you. Bye now. All right, you heard it from the source, Mr. Paul Knowles, 89 and doing fine. We're going to listen to Billy Larkin and the Delegates, a tune that was popularized in Paul's Cotton Club. And this is a tune that features Mel Brown as well as the wonderful Hank Swarm. It's a tune called Pygmy on the World Pacific label. You're listening to X-Ray FM, where radio is yours. Thank you. 
Right, that's one by the Seven Souls, straight out of Funky P.O., featuring the one and only Bill Diaz on the bass guitar. Here's Ruby and the Wonders, X-Ray.
What's up? You're listening to Night School here on X-Ray FM. And we are jamming on some albina soul tunes like this one in the background, Russell and William Street by Billy Larkin. Before that was Shirley Nanette featuring just an all-star cast of musicians circa 19, uh, I believe, 73. Hank Sworn wrote those songs. He played guitar as well. Thera Memory, George Lawson, Dan Mason, Billy Larkin. George Brown and Dale Smith on the drums. Killer, killer lineup. Before that was Donnie Wells and the Tabulations with You've Got My Love and uh, Ruby and the Wonders with Don't You Do It. Kind of had a little rock block of Cotton Club artists in there. Going to just keep rolling on. Really want to give a shout out to everyone who is tuning in. And, you know, I feel compelled to touch base with some of those folks who built this music back in the day. And I think I I need to give a shout out to my man, Norman, Norman Sylvester. Let's see if we can get him on the line. Here we go. Hello. Yeah. Is this the Boogie Cat? Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Norman? Doing good. Doing good. That's a beautiful day. Yeah, as it should be. We got through quite a few rainy months there. Yes. Yes. I think we're going to have about a good four or five days of this left. I sure hope so. We all need it. How are you holding up? Doing good, man. Doing good. Just, uh, you know, of course, like everyone else, I'm uh, just staying home and saving lives and, you know, just uh, finding a new normal for my family and myself. So I hear you're even doing some push-ups in the mix. Oh, push-ups and crunches, uh, push-ups on the stairway, on the kitchen counter. You know, I've got some dumbbells and I, I do those every day. 
got a mat I put it down on the floor and I do crunches and planks and you know just something to keep the refrigerator pounds from getting on me <laughs> <There you go. laughs> staying active I'm glad to hear it you know we're just thinking of you and, and all the musicians out there you know it's, it's just so unprecedented with everything shutting down it sounds like you're thriving you know I, but I just want to make sure you're at the very least surviving getting through it you know yeah you know we um Every, this is thrust on everybody, man. It's just so, it's so hard because my last gig was uh, March uh, 13th, and that was a vinyl tap, and then I canceled my next day gig because the vinyl tap gig proved to be social distancing was not a thing that could happen in a live music club. So then the next day, I knew the spare room was bigger, so I canceled that gig. And then Monday, the governor and the mayor came down and shut everything down, so... We, uh, you know, since then, I think all the musicians in Portland have been doing uh, outreach on Facebook and Zoom and uh, Google Hangout um, and, you know, doing PayPal and Venmo and stuff like that. And it's really nice that the uh, community is still supporting the musicians that are doing that. You know, I haven't did any pay uh, type things on the uh, social media yet because I know everybody's broke like me. Well, and hopefully, you know, getting some stimulus injected into the coming days. And I know you're missing out on some gigs. All your monthly gigs, man. It's, I them. imagine that's like a big reset for you in terms of your day-to-day. -day. What's the average day in the life of Norman Sylvester? Well, you know, really, man, you know, the musician just going in and out the door, man, going somewhere, you know, you let the honeydew list build up. So, man, I, you know, I've been landscaping my yard, and I got some painting done. You know, I've been... Uh, doing some, uh, removing some dry rot, rehearsing, posting um, some positive songs on Facebook, you know, just uh, stuff that I feel in the morning. I'll come downstairs in my suit and my wife will ask me, what are we doing? Let's video, <laughs> let's video a little uh, thing on my porch of my uh, rehearsal space in the back and, you know, I'll go out there and she'll get her camera and we'll just kind of rip off a little bit of something just to make me feel good from, in my soul and also hopefully reach out to folks and let them know that we are in this thing together, man, because there's no um, discriminatory spot in this thing, man, as far as what's going on, you know, but, you know, it's just um, an epidemic that hit us all hard. This makes me think, we look at the glass half full, I mean, what if this were to hit in, like, the depths of winter? Oh I mean, God. at least we just have this beautiful springtime to hopefully get out and enjoy. I mean, you might as well be putting on that mask if you got allergies anyway. Yeah, man, but, you know, the pollen was so bad the other day, man, I could see it on top of my car, man. It was like ridiculous. Yeah. But the air, looking across toward from my house to the West Hills, you can see the West Hills but where before you did have uh, pollution over there. But, you know, it's, I noticed that I'm seeing random acts of kindness, a lot of brotherhood, sisterhood, fellowship community togetherness uh, a constant stream of people going down in front of my house my wife put a, a little uh, hopscotch thing on the sidewalk we drew it out there she did anyway and uh, then she put a little bucket out there with chalk and put a uh, little uh, sharpie out there for people to write notes on positive notes and we staple them on the telephone pole right in front of our house and sometimes I look out there and there's a mom and a couple of kids or a little four-year-old or something doing hopscotch in front of my house you know and leaving a note and and on our walkway coming up to a house somebody put thank you so you know those little things like that man it brings tears to your eyes you know it's just this new normal have uh, brought us back to that old village uh countryside thing like when i was a kid in louisiana when everybody was somebody was sick and down and uh, maybe the crop didn't come in right 
the whole countryside would come together and come to see them, you know, if they were sick or whatever, if they needed something. And man, there'd be food coming and vegetables and folks coming over to do chores and stuff like that where we were back in that kind of a thing now where we can't come together, but we can do acts of kindness, send out prayers for the lives lost and the folks that suffered. Um, I say my prayers every night and thank God for the sunrise and the sunset and pray for the souls lost and stuff and thank them for sheltering me during this time and my family. Yeah, it's those little things, Norman, and, and I appreciate you pointing that out. It's a new normal, man. I think it's going to be a minute before social distancing allows uh, live music to start up again. Oh, okay. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But music Norman, is a light, man. Music is a light, man. We gotta, you got to keep that music pumping on your station, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan here. And I figured, you know, we might even have to bump into some R-A-T-E-D-X. All right, <laughs> let's do it. For the listeners out there, Norman, I so appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us today. Man, I thank you for giving me the call and continued uh, success with you and your family. Stay safe, and we're looking for the uh, light at the end of the tunnel. All right, you heard it from the source, the man himself, the one they call the boogie cat, Mr. Norman Sylvester. And this is a tune that Norman put together back in the day, a group called Rated X. See how you feel about it. You're listening to X-Ray FM where radio is yours.
You're listening to Night School on X-Ray FM, and we are jamming in the key of Albina Soul music. That was a cut by the Jeff Lorber Fusion, a demo called Tune 88. In the background, you hear one by Chris Hills of Everything is Everything. And uh, before that, we had a very special one from Lester McFarlane and the Gangsters, Lester's theme. And, uh, you know... I think it's about time to reach out to one of the hardest working drummers that I know. The man who runs the jam and has been doing so for 50 years in Portland, since 1969. I'm talking about Ron Steen. Let's see if we can get him on the line. Hey, Ron, it's Bobby. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How you holding up? Uh, pretty good, you know. I just, you know, every, we're all in this together. Yeah, no kidding, man. I, I think about you, especially as it pertains to all the musicians out there. I mean, you're one of the hardest working and most active guys I know. Every night of the week, it's got to be different for you. Yeah, it's really been for the last forty years for sure. I've been playing nonstop, and I never really realized it until just a few weeks ago. I mean, I never really thought about it. This is something I've been doing, you know, like one week turns to a month, a month turns to a year, one year turns into 10 years, 10 years turns into 40 years, you know. And it's the first time in that many years I've not been working. This is like being on a vacation for me right now in a weird way. I know it's weird to say that because, well, you know, all that's going down in the seriousness of the situation we're all in. But uh, this has been a reprieve. And, and, I, and fortunately, my sister lives four blocks away. So every day I just go over there, I spend like, you know, maybe 12 hours. That's what I've been doing for the last, you know, month or so. Well, yeah. vacation or not, you earned it. <laughs> no. I don't know what day it is. You know, I never, because I used to judge the day like, like I know it's Tuesday because it lasted the night before I worked at 1905, or it's Monday because I worked at Clyde the night before, you know. But, you know, so every day it's like Groundhog Day. That's what it feels like. <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> I yeah. imagine you're staying active. Do you find yourself... Uh, you know, shedding much, or are you just kind of taking the time to rest and relax? You know what? I, I would love to say, oh, man, I've been, like, really practicing, you know, three, four hours a day and all that. I'm re- you know what? But I, I think, no. I, I've been was watching a lot of movies. <laughs> See, I've watched more movies in the last three weeks than I've watched in the last three years. Well, there you go. Vacation so. at Ronnie's. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, that's good. I mean, I hope you have enough of what you need. I know with a lot of musicians, it's hard to just, you know, be out of a gig all of a sudden. How can folks out there support a musician like yourself uh, through a time like that? Well, you know, I, I, for me, I don't think about, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay because I'm, I'm 70. And it's kind of like, even though I was working maybe 25 to 30 gigs a month on average, the way my situation is, I'm kind of <laughs> my retired even. I know it sounds like anything but, right? I can work 25 to 30 gigs a month and consider yourself semi-retired. But as far as my situation is, everything is fine. I mean, I'm getting Social Security. And my house is paid for. You know, so I'm, I'm doing okay. So, But I worry, I worry about the other musicians. My heart bleeds, literally. 
lead for all those young musicians I see and have encountered the last several decades. Even the guys in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, and even 50s. I bleed for those guys. I feel just absolute compassion and sorrow for the situation they're in. Uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. And some of these younger kids, I can just name 20 off the top of my head right now, they're not going to be able to pay off their student debts for having gone to music school. Even if they work every day, seven days a week. Let's say they made 100 bucks a night, which is, you know, you know gigs pay around here. You know, they can't live in Multnomah County. That's what a successful musician in town, that's, a, that's the situation he or she would be in. Can you imagine the ones that are less successful than that? You know, hopefully between that and some form of stimulus, you know, everybody's yeah. getting their needs met. I suppose then the ultimate question for someone like you is, have you found this toilet paper? <laughs> so that's, the, <laughs> that's the thing no one can find. I, you know what? My sister bought it all. Man, she wouldn't believe. You know, she's like, she's one of those really, like, not a survivalist type, but like, she has all kinds, she's always had stuff like that. She's always prepared. She has bushels of toilet paper. Like, well, and that's great that it's your neighborhood is still intact. Your familial yes, connection yes. right up the way is still there. And uh, I'm so glad to hear, you know, I've been wondering about you since this whole thing hit, just because I know what your gig schedule is like. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad to hear that it, it's voting well for you. Um, well, Bobby, I have to say, I, I'm glad, I'm going to really remember the last time I saw you. That was in the back room at Clyde with, with all the photos that you put back there, you know, of all the musicians in Portland and Northeast and all that. That was so beautiful, man. So that's... Uh, something I'm never going to forget. Yeah, I'm glad I, I had was, that time to spend with you. That was like, that's kind of iconic for me. That's really, that was great. Thank so. you. I'm, I'm so glad we got to have that too, because who knows, you know, yeah. planning for a big public opening. I think things are just going to change with the way we can gather in groups. And that may be very different going forward. Yeah. It's so great talking with you. And thanks for filling us in. We'll look forward to hearing from you again soon. Okay. Looking forward to it, Bobby. Take care, my friend. All right, you heard it from the source, the one and only Mr. Ronnie Steen. I'm going to dive into a track that Ron did back in the day. Uh, this is one with the Ron Steen Trio and uh, Blues for Woody, featuring a very special vibraphonist. Stay tuned. We're going to hit this and then one off the Dan Purse record from 1984. And uh, you can hear some of that great cymbal work from Ron. Once again, you're listening to X-Ray FM, Night School.
All right, that about does it. You've been listening to an Albina Soul Music edition of Night School. If you like what you hear, hit it online, www.nightschool.us. You're listening to X-Ray FM, and we are in the Ronstein zone with this cut off the Tom Grant record. This is one of my favorites all time, Turtle Soup. In fact, you can catch, of all the musicians that are um, out of work at this time, you can still catch Tom Grant, Facebook Live, Wednesday nights, I believe about 8 p.m. Hit that up. Very good to know that many of our musicians are still doing okay, considering. And uh, who knows, stay tuned next week, and we'll see who we can get on that line and hear how things are going. Appreciate you tuning in, and we're going to end on a high note with one from the one and only Pleasure. This is a tune called Happiness. Have a wonderful weekend. Peace. to be